Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, episode 40, excuse me, 54, had that backwards, I meant to say 54, 54, the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, I'm TC Fontaine, joined by the Essential Wreak Havoc, uh, Malik figured it was more important to make money than, uh, you know, join us today, so uh, I don't blame him, um, as Mr. always, 24/7. yeah, Mr. 24-7, facts. Um, as always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. If you're listening on iTunes, go ahead, leave us a review. Uh, links to all platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. Uh, while you're there, go ahead and click on that merch tab. Go ahead and buy those Black Lives Matter shirts, you know, the NWO style, BLM shirts. Uh, you know, the money's going to be donated to, to good causes, man. Um, Black Lives Matter causes, not the Black Lives Matter organization itself, uh, but causes uh, supporting the movement. You know, we, we can't donate to the organization directly because honestly, we don't know where that money going. So, right. but, you know, we donate to other causes. Uh, it could be anything. It don't necessarily got to be anything. It could be like, you know, somebody, you know, was displaced from their house uh, you know, by a shady landlord for racial reasons, and they got a GoFundMe. You can send the money there. You know what I'm saying? Or, uh, God forbid, you know, some more uh, police violence may happen soon. You know, we send the money there. Uh, so that's 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 what I mean by causes supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. Not not you know just some organization that's gonna take the money, probably pocketed, probably you know misdirected funds. Yeah, you get my drift. So. Yeah, can't be sure. Yeah, facts. So, uh, we always gotta make sure, man. Um, but yeah, man, how you been, Reek? Cool, man. You know, living that dream. Man, that, my guy off though. You on vacation? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's that time. Okay. No it, doubt. It's your last night of work. You was working at night. Yeah, but yeah. uh, I I told Vince the other night like I'm I'm going on the world tour now. Hey. Like I did I did Smack Raw the recap yesterday. Try um, Yeah. Got this tonight. I'm be on with Matt and Travis on Friday. I'm just gonna keep going. Hey man, hit hit Matt and Travis up. See if we have an orgy on Friday night. Pause. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. If y'all don't get that, huh? I, I might I need to provide some context for those that don't know who Matt and Travis are. Uh they are the hosts of <laughs> the only uh, the the number one rather wrestling podcast on Pornhub, uh, smacking it raw. So, porn puns, uh, do not take that literal. Yeah, please do not take that literal. <laughs> yeah, but, some, you know, I had some new listeners asking a lot of questions. Right, they'd be like, "Oh, the last time I tapped into this show, they on some bullshit." No, it's not like that. Um, yeah, so. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, steer this episode to another direction before it gets a little bit more awkward. Uh, <laughs> uh, you've been watching any wrestling on TV the past weekend since since we last recorded All Out? Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still benching through 06. I'm looking at some of that stuff back then. I it's it was really a different time, man. It really was. Like I'm on that uh bench loves Yeah. When ECW <laughs> came back and everything like that. Like man, y'all was really wild back then. Yeah, the you extreme expose. Yeah, like we thought today was wild. <laughs> and that that, hey, that the, the match at one night stand with um, 
Edge and Mick Foley Ooh. and then Dreamer and Terry Funk. That was that was rough. That was That's hard to watch. So uh if I don't know last time you watched the original one night stand, go check out that Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka. You know. I remember that. Was 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 Jeezy label C T E? Yeah. I, I don't know if that's funny because Mike Awesome uh committed suicide yeah. from from probably from CTE effects. So but I mean by that point still match, stands. I would I would agree. The point still stands. Like it's it's definitely some uh some some very bad head trauma going yeah. on in that match. Um I'm still on my two thousand one watch. Uh Tomorrow is the day that I watch just because uh, Thursdays at this point in the year line up with the date of that Monday Night Raw episode from that year. So it just makes it a little easier for me to keep track of when to watch each week. So I just watch it on Thursday. I I low-key, like like I was telling y'all on the last episode, how bad that year was for real. I don't know if I want to finish it. Like, I'm at the point where I just, I can't get through the rest of the year, honestly. Like, it's it's just bad. I'm going to try to get yeah. the Unforgiven. I might stop after that. I think that's when, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's when Kurt Angle won the world title. Uh, Unforgiven 01. Yeah. Or was it, or was it No Mercy? Because he got, oh, let, let's go ahead and I act like I don't got Google right here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unforgiven, two thousand one. It was either that or No Mercy. Cause I think he uh, won by disqualification at SummerSlam, and then that's when Austin threw his medals in the river. Yeah, yeah, man. He made Austin tap out and won the championship at Unforgiven. Mm. So I might, I might go to that. When is, when is that? When should I be watching that? Next week. About next weekish, yeah, maybe. I don't know. A couple weeks from now, I don't know if I can last that long, bro. That means that's that's four episodes of Raw and SmackDown. I got to sit through first before I can get to that. Hey man, it's work. I will say the pay per views have been good. Pay per views been good money. It's just the oh, weekly yeah. TV, the weekly TV, and how like the whole alliance. At that time, is it was a joke. They were just a joke. Nothing. Yeah, it's like they it was fumbled the way that that whole uh, supposed to be the invasion went down, and then they started having like homegrown WWF guys joining the alliance. Yeah, and it just started getting watered down. Like I, I mean, Austin, that that one won't, you know, okay, whatever. But we started having dudes like Christian was joining in and like Ivory joined in. Like, come on, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That that was a mess. So I might start another year. Like, I'm trying to think of the last what's a good year that I really enjoy watching. I might rewatch 05. Like, I don't I don't remember much from 2005. I was about to like, say that. That's about where I started at. That's, that was just a, a crazy uh, year uh, for me and my fam. So it was kind of hard keeping up, uh, you know, with what was going on. I tried my best, but it was just like so much going on. So it was like, yeah. I didn't know ECW One Night Stand was happening. 
I didn't know about that for like probably like two weeks before the actual show. I was kind of disappointed. I love ECW. I was like, damn. Can't even order this on pay-per-view. We don't got cable. It was all bad. <laughs> so hey man, let's let's get into this show, man. Uh oh man, it's been a crazy weekend. So much stuff all over the place. Whole bunch of falsified reports and you know, blame game, finger pointing, everything. Uh but surprisingly, we don't have a lot to talk about because we kind of already talked about all this stuff. Like, you know, if you missed our all-out recap show, go ahead and check that out in the archives. Uh, as for NXT, we won't get too in-depth on that one because uh, Reek was featured on the Smacked Raw podcast, uh, no relation to Smacking It Raw. Um, he was on their NXT recap show last night. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. He pretty much said everything he would say on this show, so we're not going to talk about it. Also, I fell asleep during the show, so I haven't caught back up yet. Uh, it's kind of what happens, you know, fall semester. It started yeah. start getting you about that, that third week in, that second or third week. And that's where we at right now. It started getting real. Got me taking naps in my wrestling. <laughs> Granted, I ain't used to watching NXT on Tuesdays, so. Yeah. Hey, they keep talking about they might change the day. They shouldn't but, do that. Uh, One NXT was on Wednesday first. Right. Don't be don't be moving because of AEW. Just it's because you beating AEW ass. I don't think that's the case. You you keeping people from watching AEW like. <laughs> that's what they want to do. Yeah, that's what that's that's. Really, uh, you know, the prime objective. Are you successful in your main goal? Are you taking viewers away? Like, you're not going to beat them every single week in the ratings, but you are costing them some viewers by going head-to-head. Like, they got uh, they got their core audiences just going to watch them. So does NXT. It's the same way. But you got those people that might, you know, jump back and forth. I think a lot of, you know, the casual fans, their loyalty is going to gonna ride with the familiar brand sometimes. It's like... I know about WWE. I don't. I don't know. You know much about this. Like yeah. I, I've seen a couple of those guys before. Like oh, they have Chris Jericho. That might sway somebody. But who's to say they're gonna turn the channel when Chris Jericho's on? You never know. I don't even really do it no more either. Like anybody, you can watch him, but it's like they're gonna keep you after the fact. Probably not. I tried that at first too. Like the first month, I tried to switch them back and forth. That's very difficult to do uh, when you don't have cable. When you have a, I forget what's called over the top. I think it's called over the top service, where uh, you just have a subscription service and you just get yeah. all the channels. It's it's kind of like cable, but it's not. It's kind of difficult to switch over because you gotta you know takes a while for the channels to load up. You end up missing a lot. So. I did it. I did it the first week and never again. Cause I I said this all the time. I was optimistic when they started and I actually tried to get into it. Didn't really do it. And it it, it was terrible because I'm switching back and forth. They started the show. I think NXT has started off with Matt Riddle, Adam Cole. I was watching that. And then Dynamite had, I think, Samuel Barr and Cody. Yeah. So I'm like switching back and forth between that but after that first week it 
was nothing, honestly. I found out how to watch AEW on my computer. So I go to TNT's website. That's where I watch it. But, you know, this week I watched it on my TV because when none else to watch on my TV. Usually I had NXT on the TV, AEW on the computer. AEW is like two minutes ahead of my TV anyway. So yeah. it's cool. It works out well. Um, let's talk about AEW in a second. But uh, one thing I do want to talk about is our new NXT champion, uh, Finn Balor. He's the king of the mountain in NXT for the second time. Uh, was this the right call? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's what I was saying yesterday when I was on with Vincent. And, like, Finn's been back in NXT a- almost a year now. About you know? a year. And, yeah. And it's like, his whole thing is he's one of the top guys there, and he's got star power. But outside of some big wins that take over, Johnny Gargano, Timothy Thatcher, he hasn't really laid claim to anything. He hasn't had anything really big. So, you know, if he was to lose last night, then you run the risk of damaging that star power. And there's nothing wrong with Adam Cole having it again, but it's like not at the risk of taking that off of Finn. You know what I'm saying? You brought him back for a reason. And if he's not going to, have another reign it's like what's really the point he's just hanging around to, to work some dream matches with some new guys it wouldn't make sense yeah uh you hit the nail right on the head man he uh what, what was the point of sending him back there if you weren't gonna at least have him win a championship didn't necessarily have to be the world title but it, and I kind of wonder what he would have been doing had Karrion Cross not gotten hurt. Because it's kind of like you just next man up, like the, the default choice after that. Like, would it have been going for – I don't know if it would have been going for the North American title. Maybe. I could see that. I think – As a heel? I don't think – have we seen him versus Damian Priest yet? I don't think so. Not that I can recall. I know Finn was gone for like several weeks at one point. Yeah. That would have been a fresh matchup. Yeah, it would have been good. Yeah. Some some new. Some new. Um and and I want to touch back on something that uh Vince from Smack Raw has said yesterday is like Finn was NXT champion back in 2015. Mm-hmm. But he he the freshest out of all these guys. It's like Adam Cole was champ for a year and a half. Well, it was a little bit over a year. Um, yeah. Johnny Gargano been in the title picture several times. Tommaso Ciampa, you know. Don't you get tired of this shit? I was. So like, some new Finn, Finn Balor's fresh. He's a new choice. Like got some fresh matchups too. I don't want to see him going against Gargano. I don't want to see him. Going against Adam Cole or Champa. Nah, right, maybe Champa. Yeah, I think that's. I don't think we've seen that matchup, but the other two, we've yeah. seen that. So, but, and, and we was asking this the other night, like, what would really be next if it's not one of those three? Because they didn't necessarily build anybody up to be in that position. You know, Keith gone, Dijak is gone, and, you know, these four guys go at it. Finn's got it now. It's not going to make sense for him to go back with Cole, but it's like he got slim pickings now. So he should keep it for a while, but 
so many challenges he could have. But like, what heels do we got there besides somebody else from the undisputed era? I don't know what that's what that's about to be like. I mean, we might get a, a rehash of old PWG feud possibly with the you know Red Dragon, undisputed eras, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Versus uh, Roddy and uh, Cole. I don't know. I drew a blank on his name real quick. My bad. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was was real real noticeable. I kept saying he looked like a face all night between the the after the match, the interview, and then. I think he turned face several weeks back during the uh, Imperium Undisputed Era match when, uh, when that feud with Pat McAfee first started. Yeah, it's like the, the feeling was that they just kept doing like kind of heel stuff. So it's been confusing. I don't but think it's now definitely. Yeah, yeah. Now I just but like they shook hands in the back after the match. You know, hit the two sweet on each other. Right. So, but like for for Finn, um, okay, that makes okay, that makes a lot of sense now. So, uh. The the dude facing Patrick was is Tahuti Miles. I did not realize that they changed his name. So his name now is Ashanti Adonis. So that that kind of explains the uh, amount of offense he was getting in that match that we were talking about before we uh, started recording. Uh huh. So it's just the guy we already knew about. I think maybe if I watch Two Hundred Five Live one of these times, they might explain the name change because he'd be on Two Hundred Five Live a lot. I just I haven't watched that in like a month. I, I I gave up when it comes to them and these names, man. Because it's like I don't know. Somebody somebody just got a, an issue. It's like one minute you come out with your full name, the next day your first name missing, your last name missing, you got half a name. I, you know, like Biggie said, he came to work one day, his name was gone. Right, like I don't, I don't get it. I mean, his isn't the worst, but I just for what? Yeah. Uh, as far as like challengers for Finn Balor, uh, it's kind of dry here, unless you know they plan on turning somebody. Like, I mean, Cameron Grimes probably the next man up. You know, I know they don't really do, you know, face and face matches too often, so I can't really see any. There's a lot of babyface challengers, so unless somebody's turning soon, uh, Cameron Grimes might be the next man up, which I wouldn't really be mad at. Yeah, why not? Or, you know, unless you want to take uh, Santos Escobar and slide him back up there. I Honestly, I'd be okay with that. I mean, it, <laughs> we, we, we joked about this the other night, but it's like, they they're pretty much all cruiserweights. Yeah. So it's not like it's a big jump. No, nah, it's not. Move up. He's actually big as hell for a cruiserweight too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, two two of your last most recent champions were in a cruiserweight classic. So Roderick Strong was in a cruiserweight classic. Yep. So you can get that cracking. Um, yeah. Or. Uh, it might be some guys from NXT UK that might be available that you could slot in. I don't know. Pete Dunn. 
Well, he's in and NXT. Never he come back. So yeah, but him and Finn, unless he comes back as a heel, but I think he got some unfinished business. I think mm-hmm. uh, Timothy Thatcher is going for the North American title, so he's kind of yeah busy. I don't know. They got they got choices. Uh, I, I'm going to be interested to see what they're going to do. Um, you know, as far as Dynamite, uh, you did, you said you didn't watch Dynamite. You just checked out a couple things. Yeah. Uh, really, the things you saw or only things notable that happened on this show, like it, it wasn't bad. It's just nothing blew me away either. Like coming off of a pay per view, it was kind of like kind of just building on to the next thing, like. Uh, Kenny Omega is basically done with uh, Hangman Page. It kind of going his separate ways. Hangman Page is on a redemption tour. Uh, and the Young Bucks are uh, executive vice presidents of the company out here attacking staff. Yeah, I did see that. Kind of like, shit is that? What, what, what's up with them? Like, y'all just casually assaulting staff? Right. Y'all, y'all, y'all forget that y'all, like, <laughs> top staff of the company. All yeah. they did was get fined. Like, it's a drop in the bucket for them. Right. Uh, anyway. Uh, anyway, those guys. Um, but one thing that we did get here was the debut of Miro, formerly known as Rusev. Uh, he has the best man for Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford's wedding. I don't know when that is, but yeah, he's the best man. Um, all right, I'll pop for Rusev, uh, for Miro, because Kip Sabian, he's trying to introduce his his best man, and I don't know who the hell it could be. Uh, some dude came out, some big dude came out. He's like, no, nah, you know, my best man. And then Brian Pillman Jr. comes out, did a little funny bit. Uh, and then some music plays, and then, like, the name flashes on the on the Tron. They say Miro, and I'm like, ah, let's go. Miro, <laughs> shout out to Miro, man. Uh, formerly known as Rusev, uh, and like, and like that's gonna be his his gimmick, the best yeah. man. Yeah. So should should they have debuted him some other way, or or is this okay? Yeah, I'm I'm not feeling that. Like, it's good for him that he's there, but I mean, it's for a guy degree. that can get, not quite, not quite. Uh, I'm gonna play this song anyway. Hold on. I'm upset. Yeah, I'm we do one of the the real rare things that I typically don't do. I'm gonna be patient and let this one play out first. If it doesn't play out well, then yeah, it'll be a rant coming. But um for a guy that could get himself over, you know, in, in a big company, he should have gotten a better spotlight than this. I mean, this was just like throwaway stuff. I mean, you just bring him out, you know, but like I said, I I'll, I'll be cool, and I'll give it a week, maybe two, and we'll see what happens. But that that's not how you debut this guy, not at all. And, and does every single person that they hire gotta take a dig at WWE in their first promo? It's it's petty. Like, it's is really that a, petty. is that a rite of passage? Like I I think we get it. Like we get it. Like um, who was it? Brody, he admitted to taking digs at Vince. It's not like it was a secret. We saw it. It yeah. was clear as day. Vince is, he's the only person that gets mad. Oh, at he doesn't like sneezing. Sees. Yeah. So there was it wasn't subtle. It wasn't low. We we know. But I, I don't I don't see a shot at a 
they took a shot at Ricochet and how he's uh, used on the roster. Yeah. On, um, yeah. On their little series. I don't watch it. Yeah, which, the which Bucks. Which me uh, because apparently a lot of stuff – that is on Dynamite came from or or comes from uh their little web series that they have. Yeah. One, I don't even know whose YouTube page to to go to to look for it. Like I'll just have to search it. Like I know it's easy to find it, but somebody who may not be as well versed in navigating the internet like me, they might not know where to find it. Um, I I think like maybe run some of those skits on TV so, you know, there's some context behind it. I think yeah, that would be the normal thing. Not everybody's watching on YouTube. Might as well. You got some... At least we're on a part of the skit. Like, you could do that. Yeah. Got enough creative space to work with, especially during this time. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Yeah, but other than that, it's... Uh, I'm with you. I, I, I thought, like, damn, I was, I was happy to see him. Um. Got a loud reaction from the crowd, but I was just yeah. like, "With Kip Sabian, though, yeah. like I think we talk we talk a lot about how WWE misused him, which I don't necessarily think is the case. Like they could have they could have did more with him, but I don't think he was misused. Had a you yeah. know good spot on WrestleMania as a champion. If you um, swap if you swap this debut with Matt Sydal's at the Casino Battle Royal, this would turn out a lot better." Cause then he was actually my choice that. to be in it. So I was kind of yeah, shocked. That, that that's what's like. Ironically, I was expecting to see Matt Seidel come out as the best man. Like I thought that was who was going to get announced. And it, I don't think there was a mention of Matt Seidel on this show at all. Nope. So I don't know. Um, elsewhere on Dynamite, uh, Dustin and Brody Lee fought for the TNT title in the main event. I didn't really care about that. I just thought it was funny how uh, Cody's 50-year-old older brother uh, put in more work against Brody Lee than Cody did. I know y'all can talk about how, like, Cody was defending his title every week and he was, you know, his body was worn down. Like, he wrestled once a week, bro. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> right, y'all not on the road. Y'all not doing other shows now. And, like, and he, he wrestling he's, once a week. he's gone against this man before several times. So, yeah. uh that they ain't, ain't gonna. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all clearly familiar with that because y'all, y'all bring it up all the time, you know, at their old job. So never ceases. And I just Dustin thought that was funny, is, though. Dustin is on the back end of his career, so that should not happen ever. Nah. Um, we did get a Tyanar Conti versus Nyla Rose. That was a that was a decent, okay match. Um, yeah. I think I think we need to get more women who can work on these shows instead of like enhancement matches. Just just get women that can work with each other and just have them go out there and do something. I think uh, you know, a lot of these women are good enough to call matches on the fly. Kinda. Maybe it's been, I don't know. Yeah. You know, that 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 moment at the end when Sheeta comes out, it I think I've become I was expecting Conti to jump her or something, like when she had her back turned. Not even. You know what I thought? I, I've i been so, like, paranoid from betrayals and stuff like that. I thought she was going to hit her with the stick. And I was like... Nah, I didn't it think just, it, it, it felt like maybe she'll just, like, you know, Nyla walking off. She just turns around and just wails on her. That 
I had a thought for a minute, but that that that's how much that's how crazy it's been the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's a lot of it's been a lot of turns, like people turning on their peoples, right? Like everywhere, it's actually wild. So it's kind of kind of crazy to see that. Um, I'm trying to think of what else happened on Dynamite, man. That was interesting. Uh, next week we're gonna parking lot brawl between Santana Ortiz and the best friends. That should be cool. Um, kind of ready for that feud to end. So I think this be it a took so long match. for that. I don't know. It should have. It should have been had one. It's like vandalized my mama car. Yeah, I don't appreciate <laughs> that shit. Like, so I, I found out weeks ago. Yeah, so uh, I found out recently that um, when Trent Beretta got fired from WWE, he was like wishing it was Kofi on on Twitter, like through a tweet, and the tweet is still up to this day. Bruh. I was like, that says a lot. This, this man just won the WWE title. Right. You out here, you know, in the tag team and startup. Y'all both doing well, but yeah. he's, he's doing a lot better. For real. Like, see see where that uh see where that hateration gets. <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, did you see I think you seen that earlier, that tweet from uh, that screenshot, that Teddy Long interview. Yeah. Oh, I gotta find it. <laughs> that's the only. That's the only flavor that be hating. <laughs> I gotta find it. This, this is this classic. This was classic. Um, I remember the interview too. But I gotta find the episode of Raw that was on. But so where is it's old. It was uh, two thousand three. I want to say. Yeah. Uh, so Jonathan Coachman asked, Mister. Representative Theodore R. Long, R stands for Rufus. Um, as in what flavors does Haterade come in? Teddy Long said white vanilla. <laughs> Coach says, is that the only flavor? That's the only flavor that's hating. Only flavor that be hating. That's the only flavor that be hating. Yeah, listen. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. Real facts. It's facts. Hey, let's let's move on. (laughs) Shout out to Teddy. Unblockers. Speaking (laughs) of that. Speaking of that. Hold on. Hold on. Oh man. You you watch you watching that Raptors Celtics game, right? Was it night? Uh, a couple nights ago. Last one. Yeah, yeah. Your Monday night. Mm And uh, Pascal Siakam kicks Daniel Tice in the face. Yeah, it's a little sweet chin music. Hit him with the sweet chin music. Mm-hmm. So like, I switch over to the to the YK wrestling page, and I I seen like you know I seen this tweet from Shawn Michaels over there, and I'm like, I wonder why I didn't see it on my profile. I got blocked by the goat, y'all. <laughs> The goat blocked me over a joke. You should have known that was coming. Because I made fun of his eye. That man's sensitive about his eye. I didn't even tag him. It was either that or I might have retweeted the the tweet where I made fun of Kevin Nash's quad. And then, like, he was sticking up for his boy. But that was in 2011. I just retweeted. I don't think it could be that because I've retweeted it all the time. 
It had to be an eye joke, man. Everybody that man roasted his eye. I was about to say that. Yeah, she she was doing that on TV. Like I, he probably about sick of it now. I can't roast it. I might have made fun. I might have made fun of his hair. I know he real sensitive about that. Nah, it ain't that bad. Like he's so sensitive about his hair that he didn't sell Randy Orton's finisher because <laughs> his hair got exposed. Yeah, that, he he done knocked the punt down about sixty percent. Uh, hit points. I was like, Randy Orton had to spam it on, you know, on Drew a few weeks back just to get the For power real. back up. I got blocked by the goat, man. Uh, we 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 hashtag Brett better. This is this this is not going well. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of uh, hold on, hold on. Hashtag Brett better. <laughs> want to play? Fact. Since we want to play, it is what it is, man. Mm-hmm. Listen, he's, we, still, he's still my goat. This, 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 ain't, this ain't going well, man. These blocks, man. We got Baron Corbin, Teddy, this one hurt. This one hurt, though. Oh, I know it did. Like, this the goat. Like, like Teddy Long Teddy Long on Instagram is kind of whatever. Like, I hate that we blocked by Batista on Instagram. It's whatever. Yeah. I, I, oh. It's over me. A, a lot of these blocks don't make sense. Like I, I found out I was blocked by Zelina Vega, which she blocked everybody that tweet her name. So I didn't. That's Alistair. That's Alistair. I don't care what nobody says. Which is like this. This is how I feel about Naomi because I got blocked by Naomi. I ain't mm. never said nothing foul to her. I know. I know my limits. I know what to say to people on the internet. Now at least, like back then, yeah. especially for sure. Like I didn't, especially famous people, especially wrestlers. I don't come at wrestlers no weirdo way. Um. I got blocked by Naomi. Had no idea. Uh, definitely it was Jimmy Uso for real. Oh yeah, had to be you. Cause you see Cause how like, he is with her all the time. All I did was send. I, I sent a heart eye emoji. That's it. Like that's that's probably the <laughs> that's probably the extent of anything I did. That's it. That's all you had to do. Over the heart eye emoji. Yep. Damn shame. I seen Jimmy both said, of them. Jimmy peeped that. Said nope, not today, man. Hey, he pick up Naomi phone like. These niggas, all the time. Exactly. I seen them in the uh, in the comments on the verses a couple weeks ago with a uh, Brandy and Monica though. Oh, it was the only wrestlers in there. I ain't seen nobody else. Which I was like, this... damn, I ain't seen no new day in here. Oh, uh, everybody gonna be on the next one. Oh, so, for sure. Uh, gonna be Patty Mark. and Gladys. We gonna see Mark Henry in that shit. Oh my god. All of them I know Titus gonna be in there. Yep. I want Titus still with Yolanda Adams. I don't know. That was so random, but I remember finding out about that though, and I was like, Yolanda Adams about to sing at the next WrestleMania. What happened? She sung at the next WrestleMania. I was like, I knew it. Yeah, I be knowing. <laughs> I be knowing for real, man. Hey, uh, Monday Night Raw, uh, it was cool. It was a, uh, it was whatever. Like it wasn't bad. Kind of like, kind of like AEW tonight. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. Yeah. I thought it dragged on a little bit. Uh, it didn't help that apparently they did not have the show written until earlier that day. This, this to the point becoming... that like they announced nothing for the show before yeah, it came yeah. on. It's becoming a habit. But usually when he Vince does. like re like when he rewrites shows, it'd be good. 
Yeah. Like, he'd be fired. Like, but when it, nothing was written at all, it seemed kind of rushed. Yeah. Kind of tell yeah, it's, 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 it, it's one or the other. And it's like, that, that, that that's rough. Like, you, you putting, you know, put a lot of pressure on people like that. It is what it is, man. Um, isn't it? Isn't it? Was an okay show. Uh, it was a lot of storyline progression in other areas, though. Uh, most notably with Cedric Alexander finally accepting his invitation to join the Hurt Business. Uh, what's the take on this, man? It's Black Evolution. It's like I said, man. And I like, I love it because I, I, I thought about it when it was first, you know, brought up the idea of somebody else joining between like him, Apollo, or Ricochet. And I'm like, initially I started to say Ricochet because uh, like he's more the flashy guy. But then I'm like, you know, Ted had a solid run in 205. He was the champ there. And then, you know, I, I know, I, I forget who it was. It was Paul or somebody backstage that was really big on him. And he was supposed to get a push, but then Vince gave up on him. But he's the most complete guy in that group. He hasn't gotten the, the spotlight to really shine and everything like that and promos and things like that so then i thought like okay the way they did evolution initially was they're pushing up the next guy it was batista it was randy so in this case you got lastly mvp shelton they're already bets so they need a young guy to push up so if you're gonna pick anybody out of the group it's got to be said so now and sure, you know, sure enough, in that segment too, he had a great, he had cut a nice fire promo on uh, the the VIP lounge afterwards. So I mean, this is that was fire, yeah. It's like, kind of all it took, right? So now they he's he's in the right place. He's they're gonna build him up into you know uh, a new star on the brand that that they got plenty to work with now. With with said, um, I said Ricochet and Apollo, they need to go ahead and bring Ali. Back off a main event or superstars, whichever one he's working, and just get him into this mix. That's some good TV to come. Yeah, I need that. Um, but Sheldon Benjamin kind of skeptical though. So, do you think like he was legit, or do you think? I, I hope so, because you think you're trying to play him and and you know spook spook who sat by the door. I, yeah, I feel like that they they might be waving that idea around, and they don't need to do that. They really don't, because it it could be that he's just just playing them, and then he'll turn around and just jump out. Like uh, who was it? Like way back in I think like '07 when Punk was supposed to be joining the New Breed, he wanted to be yeah. like a double agent. That was a bad look. And this would be the same thing. You know what I mean? I mean, that was cool and it's kind of what I expected at the time. I just thought like they just for they just kind of rushed it. Yeah. Uh, like, he joined and then two weeks later he was just like, oh psych. I hated that, but I don't, I do I don't, think I don't like if they do this, like I, I think they just need to go all in with it. Like have Shelton be kind of skeptical a little bit and then they eventually kick Shelton out. That that's where I was gonna go with that. Like at some point down the line, that little tension will grew up, and then just out of nowhere they drop the bomb on Shelton, get him out of there. So then it's like, okay, you got MVP, you got Lashley, Seth's in the middle, then you rock with that. So you gotta that's get somebody cool. else though too. I don't know who you will see. Really what about get. Titus? 
uh, I don't, don't want to say his credibility shot because the Titus worldwide and that flop, but I don't, it, it don't seem as believable now. Like he, he's more like that, the, the funny heel. He's not like the like serious, you know, twenty four seven on it heel. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, he got that. Uh, I don't know how to how to put it. I, I don't know. He's more like the hype man, which wouldn't be bad, but they don't they don't need that. This group doesn't need that. Nah, uh, don't don't do that. I think that's pretty much all we can say. Um, also on the show, we we finally got our first promo from Retribution. Um, I'm gonna just play it because thanks to somebody on the internet, they they changed the pitches up on the voices, so you you can clearly make out who it is. Um, let's just play it. This Thunderdome is only a facade. Behind this mountain of screens is the same foundation, the same WWE as before, the same behemoth who discarded and disowned us, leaving us to survive in an unfair world where the powerful continue to grow while we are left to feed on nothing but the scraps of contempt. But contempt is a powerful motivator. We are driven to destroy, to lay waste, to every superstar and every fan, blinded. You cannot see what you do not have. So the locusts of content will feed upon all of you. The darkness of retribution will seep into the pores of every superstar and all of your so-called universe. We are retribution. Yeah, so uh this thunderdome. Oh, let me close it out. Um Yeah, so I don't really know who the girl was talking, but the dudes clearly dijack. Well um and you know, I, watching it you can make out their faces too. Uh but apparently you got the scoop on some of these members, so let the streets know and I'll, I'll get my take on it. Yeah, I, I said this last night and now listening back to it, now I feel even more confident in saying that that's most definitely Mercedes Martinez because after that match she had with Rhea last night on NXT, the belief is that that's it for her in NXT. That's how she's going to bow out. Um, and we've, we've seen this before, though. Some quick runs on NXT right back up to the main roster. She didn't need, need to beat her that in long. NXT. Yeah. So, um, and they, they've also said that she's been one of the, the main the main ones in the group of six that, that show up. So, you know, between that and again listening to that back now, it's like, yeah, that definitely sounds like her. We know Jack is out front and center. Uh, Mojo Raleigh was is hundred percent confirmed in it, which I actually agree with because, you know, with this group and to be called Retribution to be made up of all NXT guys, there it doesn't make sense. You know, what are they getting Retribution for? Now, if you look at a guy like Mojo, look at how many start-stop attempted pushes and repackaging and everything that he's been through. It's like for him to just never be on TV. So it makes more sense for a guy like him. And if you kind of integrate more main roster guys that have been in a similar position, 
that makes sense. But, you know, just to have all NXT guys and girls a part of that group didn't make sense to me. So I could say, no doubt, uh, you have Mojo, you have Dijak, uh, Shane Thorne. Uh, you, you can clearly see that with Mia Yim and the camera you saw uh, right you, in her eyes. You can tell what her eyes look like. Yeah, that that's not a question. Uh, but yeah, to them and Mercedes, I don't know. That last person is seems to be a toss-up. There's Chelsea Green that's been talked about. Caden uh, Carter was out there at one point. Uh, you got a, a lot of different names being thrown around, but that that core group so far that that's looking like locks for for the final product of it. I'm just I'm just one of those people that it's taking too long to kind of get to some clarity on you know who they are or what the direction is going to be with them. So exactly. as soon as they get to that, the better this can roll out because we don't want another nexus situation. That's that you spent you spent too much time on us already to just go down that route. Here's my take on it. Uh, at this point, I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you. <laughs> it was just like I seen the, the lights flickering during the uh, the Nia Jax uh, Riot Squad match, and I'm yeah. just like, okay, here we go again. I was like, what are they about to do this time? Like anything new or same old shit? Like I guess it's new because they cut a promo to actually talk this time. Yeah, but but then it's like, it just begs the question: What's the end game for that? You know what I'm saying? Right? Uh, is there is it going to lead to them calling out one person or multiple people to have a match or some segment, anything? You know, after a while, even you know, at least when the, you know was. Um, who am I thinking of? The Shield. Mm-hmm. The Shield that even at one point called their shots. Like, okay, this is who we want. And they started having matches. You know, Nexus, pretty much the same thing. It, after, you know, just jumping people constantly week after week after a while, it was going to get old. But I don't know, man. I just, hopefully they don't watch this, but. I'm not the type to have a lot of faith, so we just gonna have to see. Yeah, um, I'm in that same boat. Honestly, I, I don't really. It's it's kind of at this point like I was hoping that when when do they start the angle? Like two three weeks before SummerSlam? Maybe uh, two weeks. I want to say about three weeks out. So Cause they were still they were still in the PC when it happened the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it was in the PC for a couple of weeks, and then uh, they, they switched to the Thunderdome. So, yeah, Michael oh. Cole calling for the guard uh, security. Uh, <laughs> at this point, man, I low key I don't, I don't really care because I I thought like you you get them tearing shit up on SmackDown and then Raw and, and doing a bunch of crazy stuff on each show. Except NXT. Except NXT. So I figure, like, that's enough build, and then we can get kind of a reveal at the second biggest show of the year. And that didn't happen. Maybe it did. Maybe. I don't know. 
I, I doubt the Roman theory at this point, but it would, it would make sense. They they present him to be like the Godfather, pretty much. He just pulling all these strings and stuff backstage, making things happen. But uh, I the, the way the way things were getting set up, and if you saw uh, Dijak and what he was posting on social media, it was like payback would have been the place to do it, but. Didn't nothing happen there either? They didn't even show up. No, I don't think they showed up the next night either. Yeah, so yeah, that it causing a lot of confusion for people, and that's why I said we're we're taking too long to get to the the meat of this. You know what I'm saying? Like just just something something to to give us some direction where this is going. You don't got to be you got to hit it out the park right away, but something other than just showing up wrecking shit. Yeah. Jumping folks. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're gonna see. Hopefully, uh soon. You gotta think too. It's gonna give some people, if you've been watching long enough, the imagery of people in you know ski masks and all black is not the best thing. If you go back to 04, that did not go over well. Now, granted, that was a little more extreme than this, but it's on Muhammad Hassan. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That was uh that was excessive. And badly timed. Oh, it was just terrible timing. I watched I watched an interview with him um a few weeks ago with uh with Chris Van Vliet. He was on there. And it was it was cool because I kinda I thought he was just kinda probably, you know, secluded, just doing his own thing, kinda just slowly detached his way from wrestling. But I think he's talking about Possibly like working some matches, coming back and doing a couple matches. But yeah, he a he a middle school teacher. He a middle school principal actually. I heard that. Yeah. So I wonder like if, if when students get mad at him, they just take the picture of Undertaker hitting him with the last ride and just like tape it outside his door or something. That's crazy. I'd do some shit like that. That oh, like Mr. Hassan got me fucked up. <laughs> I couldn't picture. I forget his real name. Going and, and teaching after all of that, I mean, <laughs> his students, his students wasn't even alive for that. Most, well, yeah, yeah, probably. You teach middle school, your students middle weren't school, alive for that. Yeah, that was fifteen, or, or at least, or at least they'd be like little little babies. Or no, they like wasn't that. born at all. Are you teaching middle school? That's like twelve, thirteen. Oh yeah, we in twenty. Yeah, that's sixteen. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Muhammad Hassan. Hey, hey, Google works though. They do. That too. <laughs> they probably be like, they probably know. They probably rumors and stuff. Like he used to wrestle for WWE. He wrestled the Undertaker. He wrestled Shawn Michaels. I wonder kids probably don't know who Shawn Michaels is. Don't say that. They might not. Uh uh. I can't, I I can't believe that person. Cause I'm, you got to think about it. Like you probably got nine year olds watching WWE. Shawn Michaels retired ten years ago. His nine year olds just love Seth Rollins and they love Roman. They love they. Rey Mysterio is is transcended generations. He he different. But can you imagine kids nowadays. 
the first time they see Shawn Michaels is on the Saudi Arabia show. <sighs> That's the first match ever seen yeah. Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Him and him and Triple H. Fifty some years old. They ain't seen Triple H before though. Yeah, yeah, but it's like once a once or twice a year. But for for Sean, like you imagine seeing like all four of them be like, man, they all used to be cold back in the day. And that's all I could think too. I'm like, y'all, y'all didn't need to do this, man. Nah. Like, we we didn't need the nostalgia that bad. Cause like if you I don't think they needed the money that, that bad either. They really didn't, especially not 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 Hunter, and not Sean, because they they already got a job. Between between what what Hunter's doing, with you know he's the EVP. Sean's working NXT now. He didn't need it, but um, yeah, that, that's all I could think. Because if you was to rewind that, even ten years into the past, that's cold anywhere. But now now. Ugh. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, man. Um, back on Raw, also on this show, Kevin Owens and Aleister Black faced off on Raw Underground for about three segments uh, before being laid out by Dabakato. And uh, afterwards on Raw Talk, KO uh, cut probably his best promo ever. Uh, did you happen to check that out? I oh, I didn't. I, I keep missing Raw. I, I kept talking smack. I never kept Raw Talk. I always forget talking smack because it don't come on right after. So it's like, <laughs> like raw talk. I know, like, all right, I can switch over right quick and, and it'll be on. Yeah, talking smack. I'd be like, oh shit, that was. Oh damn. All right, let me go watch this later. Yeah, I think I'm all caught up on that. But uh, good promo. Go go ahead and check that out. Um, I I I, I like Alistair Black being in the raw underground. But, yeah. Because when they I'm, first I'm introduced it, he I didn't think of him. I don't know right. why I didn't think of him. And you forget too, like he has that that MMA background, so he fits right in with what they're trying to do. Right. And then that finally they actually had something that they advertised onto the show. They showed us, and it was it wasn't just like a quick 10 second, okay, boom, knock him out, move on to the next one. Like they kept us going. Throughout the rest of the the whole hour that they were going in for, I didn't think Kevin Kevin Owens had stamina like that. <laughs> nah, nah, that's definitely that like, was a good forty five minutes, at least. So they every, every time they cut cut the camera, it was like, all right, cool, take, <sighs> okay, take five. Oh goddamn! Yeah, all right, we're back. That's, that's good though. He needs that, right? Like he wasn't. He hasn't. Prize fighter back. Yeah, I need that back. He hasn't been uh, he, he hasn't been himself. Yeah, basically what his his promo was was um he talked about how like when he first came in and he he was doing immoral things because like he felt like that's what he needed to do to position himself in the company and then he realized like that wasn't getting me anywhere. So, now I'm trying to write the path and and do the right thing now be be an upstanding you know, WWE superstar. And he talked about how you got, you know, no names trying to make a name off of him. And he basically said he didn't appreciate that shit. So uh, he put out, you know, he put out a message for Dabakato. So I'm, I'm interested in, uh, you know, oh, seeing man. how Dabakato going to react. 
I, I don't know. I don't know if he wants that because my oh, man lifted him home. about ten feet in the air. Man, a big show type choke slam. The, yeah, that that that's what I started thinking of. Like, yo, that's kind of high. <laughs> it's fuck. I mean, Alistair got it too. Yeah, Alistair got that smoke too. You know, as, as Broner said, anybody can get it. Mm. So. That should be cool. And uh, shout out to Baba Tunde. Finally getting some shine, man. I knew after he 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 was a main villain in um in one of the movies that's on Netflix. For real? A little kid that that finds the mask and he gets like luchador powers with the mask. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so yeah. Baba Tunde, he did good in that. Uh also in our main event, man, uh Dominic, the street fight king, uh defeated Buddy Murphy, man. Um, not without his family joining in and beating the brakes off him with some kendo sticks. He got his ass cooked. Hey, he got cooked. Hey, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. <laughs> he got boy, cooked. Boy, and you know, I love to, <laughs> he said the, uh, the tweet that, that video from Ha Ha, <laughs> like that, oh. that, that's the perfect representation of that moment too. Like, and I, I said to him like, how how Angie looking sad to hit this dude like he didn't cane her son near to death and try to blind your husband? Yeah, like pop your husband's eyeball out. I like will that. say this about Ray Mysterio though, man. What kind of man are you? I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Reek rent. I got a I got a TC Reek rent coming. <laughs> Cause listen, this this guy this guy kind of he he. Right, Mysterio, boy. I'm upset. <laughs> what kind of man are you? I, I don't know. Yeah. All the stuff that's been going on at your job for the past three, four months. Damn near, it's been damn near a year since you've been beefing with Seth Rollins after, you know, the night of the Survivor Series. He, he called your kids stupid. That was kind of the yeah. start of it. That's right. It just, it just kind of been beef ever since then. For real. It just really got taken to another level uh, the night after Money in the Bank. After you almost died, too, by the way. So you almost got thrown off a roof. So you, you forget got, about that. <laughs> you got thrown off a roof and then just say, you know, a guy spent weeks trying to, you know, take your eye out and successfully did it twice. So your job is 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 an unsafe work environment for one. So what does Ray Mysterio do? He bring his whole ass family around and bring them ringside during a street fight with his son. They just watching the back. Why was they out there? I don't know. But you know they they joined in. Beat beat Buddy Murphy with the kendo sticks. They said he got hit eighty six times. I want to know one who counted. Yeah, <laughs> with five with five people, or is it four? Four, four people. It's four, four. Yeah. yeah. Who was counting like, with who, that who, many? Who was counting the strikes. They like, was somebody focused on one person at a time. Like two. How did you count accurately with all them camera cuts? Right. It did <laughs> eighty-six times. That's more than Kobe scored against the Raptors. Oh my God. That's wild. 86. 
Sheesh. Amen. But see, I, I, there was two things there for me, right? Uh, number one, for Dom, it's like, we don't need to keep doing this every single week. It's like his, it's his first day of school or something. Mm-hmm. You don't need to bring them every time. Dude, <laughs> this was his, this was, I think it was his fourth match. Yeah. He's not new anymore. Got two pay per view matches. Y'all can y'all can stay home and let him do his thing. Like I know Ray is supposed to be trying to come back because his his tricep is his best up, but uh, yeah, I don't need to keep showing up. I forgot his it's tricep okay. is messed up. He out here swinging a kendo stick with a torn tricep. Yeah, warrior, reckless. But yeah, that I enjoy the segment even more now. And the second thing to 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 that point, like why is he bringing them out here in this hostile work environment? We know Seth is cold. I got scared at SummerSlam because I thought he was going out to Angie. Me too. So after you saw that, why would you bring her and your daughter to, to, to this hostile work environment that you're in? So that, that goes double. What are you thinking? I'm out here bringing your whole family to work. In the middle of a pandemic. What's wrong with you, Ray? That's true. Get your life together, man. That's, what, that's, why, that's why your eye got poked out. Seth Rollins was right the whole time. He was right. <laughs> he basically was. He 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 had the he had the 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 foresight to say, you know, look, you putting your family in danger out here, bro. Yeah, you like, gotta let we, you go. We're not supposed to be uh, rooting for Seth, but you're proving him right every week. It's not okay. Nah, man. Hey, uh, this has been the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. I don't know what else we're going to talk about. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We, we got to talk about that spot. Oh, the, the sunset flip? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was clean. Yeah. That was clean. I I didn't see that coming. Like, I, I, I saw him. I didn't either. I saw him going to do the slide. I'm like, okay, he's going to dive on him. But he, like, flipped right in into the table, too. The timing was almost... Almost off, just a little bit though. Yeah, like cause cause Buddy started looking under the ring, and you know his 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 mom and his sister had a little trouble getting him out the ropes, so yeah. it, it took a little <laughs> bit. But they got him just in like Buddy would have been under there still for forever, right. and probably wouldn't have came off his clean. But and and he's the first person to like really do something with those them zoom screens as he jumped off of them. Like the yes. second row. This this kid is, is legit, man. And that's another reason why I say y'all can stay home and just let him show up and do his job. Cause I mean he cuts promos better than Ray. He mm-hmm. must have been learning from Eddie. Um <laughs> he, he can handle his own in the ring. And I'm not even like typically I'm after a while of working the, the same guys week after week, I get a little over it, but he's you know just getting acclimated. So you can keep you know switching him in with these guys as much as you need to. But he's holding his own. He doesn't need anybody with him. So let him rock. Man. He's doing his thing. Thanks, man. I told folks, man, Lance Storm. You trying about Lance Storm, Ray Mysterio, your dad, like probably studying Eddie film, working with Chavo, working with Conan. Like you in good hands to to be a legend. I'm saying, well, I'm saying, or 
uh, let somebody else take the rings and give, be like the mentor to him and everything like that. That's why I, I still, I, I know, truthfully, I know in my heart it's going to happen. He's going to turn on Ray. And when he does, he's going to side with Seth. It's going to happen. I see it coming eventually. But it's got to it's gotta wait. I, I was thinking it was going to happen soon. It's going to be a long, slow I was thinking SummerSlam, but – I did too. This needs to be like Royal Rumble. Yeah. If they can – They got to – If they, they got to have some – If they can drag real, it that long, though, I don't know. They got to – They got to have like a real feel-good moment. Like, like we said before, like they should go go for the tag titles or something like that. You know, just just like like old times, like like Ray and Eddie back in the day. Yeah, win the titles. You know, they have uh, at least a half decent run, and then after they lose them, he turns, and Seth can show up. Whatever. Absolutely. So I think that's something they could do too. Just revisit the feud later on down the line. Like it's kind of ran its course a little bit, so let's go ahead and yeah. revisit it in a few months. Dom yeah. turn on his pops. Yeah, and Seth needs to re-up, too, because AOP is out of there. AOP gone. He not fucking with Buddy Murphy no more, so unless Retribution is his crew, I don't know. <sighs> hey, we gonna see eventually Young Kings Wrestling Podcast episode 54, man. Uh, Anything else, Reed? Oof. Uh, let me check. Let me check my sources real quick. Yeah, check your sources. Oh, oh. Here. Yeah, reek bombs. Uh, let's see if we got anything. Nah, nah, not we ain't talked about. Oh no, we got, ain't got no, no, no dynamite. No. Nah. None of that. Nah. Nah. It, it, usually AEW never really has nothing like that quietly comes out. Like if you don't see if you see it on TV, then you know it. That that's yeah. really it. They rarely have anything. They they know how to keep stuff close to the chest. I give them that. They tell all their business to to Melzer. Yeah, that's uh that's not going so well. Nah, Melzer nah. <laughs> out here got people wishing death on him. Man. I don't like him either, but damn. Like, guy's a writer. Like, this is what he does. He's not the, the most. I know he's not good. Really, like he, he's not the, the most ethical guy when it comes to writing, but nah. he's still a writer. You know, it's his job to get stories out. Y'all are getting a little bit sensitive about this topic. Like, burning in hell, though? Yeah. Like he's not even—he's not even the worst person you've ever heard. Any pundit or commentator, writer—he's not even the worst person when it comes to stuff like this. It's not that serious. It's really not. Hey, hashtag leave Meltzer alone, man. <laughs> oh yeah, let me say it one more time before we get up out of here. Hashtag Brett Better. Uh, plug your oh, socials, Reek. Oh lord, it's, I, it's the uh... first and—it's the first and only time I'll ever say it. So. I'll be unsaucy after we get done. I'm uh I'm gonna let that be till Friday. because <laughs> uh, we at Reek Havoc24 at the Havoc Hour, both on Instagram. Also check the Havoc Hour on Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcast, also on YouTube. 
had my guy TC and Vince on the latest episode, so go check that out. Yeah, man, I was I was in a different type of bag, you know. Yeah, you don't know how to act when you're not the host. Like when I'm hosting, I gotta be professional. <laughs> when I'm not hosting, I gotta have some fun. I, I, I host too much. Somebody else gotta take over the hosting duties of this show one day. Mm-hmm. This, this is a group effort. I gotta be out here. Like I won't K- be responsible for this. I'm I'm gonna pass the reins over to Malik if he ever come back on the show. <laughs> If not, we're going to replace him. Even though he started real, it, though. That's the crazy part, ain't it? That's the real 24-7 champion. He's the Archie too? Oh, yeah. We, we're going to have to give Malik a, a, a replica. Yep. For his birthday. So we got we to wait another year. Man. I don't know. Our Christmas coming up, huh? Yeah, yeah. You got to have it every time we're on the show. One them, find, find one of the Walmart replicas. He got he to gotta wear it. <laughs> yeah, I wear it the whole show every time. Yeah. Facts, man. Hey, uh, you go ahead and find me at tc.fontaine on Instagram at YK Wrestling Everywhere. Yeah, that's about it. Uh go follow my other Instagram at Malik.lv with two K's. Oh, God. Like I said, man, I'm gonna get them followers. Hashtag campaign for two K. Hashtag uh Malik two K L V. 2020. Oh, we 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 almost there. We almost there for our truth on the young throne, young king's throne. Oh, uh, he, he at 39. Yeah. So, possibly the next Monday, probably see him losing it again for the 39th time. Probably yeah. next time he win it, and we gonna get it. You you watch his game show. Nah, I heard it's funny though. It's funny. It's it's funny. I'll be trying to participate too. Like in a <laughs> trivia. Honestly, I like, just apparently need, I'm good at trivia for wrestling. I just need him and Shayna to do the, the game show or a, any show. Just the two of them together. Like the fact that our truth can get anybody, he he's the goat off that to make anybody laugh. Yeah. He got, he got Brock. He got Brock and, and Shayna. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably the two toughest people to get, especially Brock. For real. Anyway, man, Young Kings Wrestling. Um, I have nothing else. So uh I think I'm gonna close out with this sound bite. Paul Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. Gone.